Welcome back. Right now, we're going to continue with part two of my interview with Brittany Farrow of At Girls Can Frame. And that's me, Mike Kenoki, and you're listening to The Contracting Handbook. We're going to talk about burnout, because it can happen to any of us. We're going to talk about the greatest struggles she's got besides sexism and discrimination. It's running the crew. It's so complicated and so hard to figure out how everyone likes to be managed that I, I'm still working on it and I'm still trying to figure out myself as a boss too. Like, we're going to talk about both our perspectives and you're going to take something home from that. You know, it just, I just got puppy eyes every time I was trying to tell him do something differently. And it's like, man, you don't know how how to do this. So, so do it. Like, just, I'm telling you how to do it. I know it doesn't sound that nice the way I'm saying it. We're going to talk about the benefits of having a partner. I can't do everything. If something breaks for a second, it's okay. I'll get back to it. I will make time for it later on. Then she's going to tell us all her favorite job site stuff in the speed round and what's going to happen in the future of her business. No, I'm, it's my business. I want to like excel in it. When it comes down to my business or you, it's my business. got everything taken care of um and that's Brittany Farrow to remind you guys who I'm speaking with from Girls Can Frame on Instagram and BM Farrow Construction now Brittany when we first talked uh we we just had a little chat we we actually weren't able to chat because uh I called and asked how you're doing and I got tied up with something and you said quite honestly tired stressed you know and, and you sounded tired and i think i thought yeah and i i do know so 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 how do you let go of stress you know like and, and how do you deal with this this burnout feeling i've struggled with stress a lot because i have i stress about absolutely everything because i want it good i want to make sure that the houses are really nice. I, I'm worried about timelines, but at the end of the day, I can guess. And everything that comes my way, you kind of just have to take it with a grain of salt. Like employees don't show up every day. Like they have sick days, they have other stuff that happens. Sometimes they find a different career path that they want to choose. So then you're out, but you have to just kind of deal with it when it comes. Sometimes the only deal with it is just being like, okay, that sucks. We'll rethink our plan, but we'll just do as much as we can. We'll go as fast as we can. But when it comes down to it, the best we can do is the best we can do. I've dealt with a lot of burnout lately because I've been working on so many jobs at one time that I'm trying to get so much done and doing so much on each house that I'm working constantly. I'm pulling long hours. I don't get a lot of days off. Some of the time I go in by myself, like one of the basements that I'm doing right now, I'm doing absolutely by myself. And then we've had three units of townhouses and a custom that we were working on all at the same time. And bouncing back between jobs, I'm still feeling burnout now that I'm like, I'm definitely taking this weekend off. But 
you can only do what you can. Like, you don't want to kill yourself over a job when jobs come and go. You can extend the job if you really need to. It is a construction industry. Delays happen. But you just do your best, and that's all you can really do. You shouldn't, like, I'm really bad for putting myself down when I don't think I'm doing as good as I should be, even though I'm trying really hard. But I've been working on it and other people have been telling me to calm down and stop doing that, that it's helped a lot that I'm like, okay, you're right. I did my best. We're going to take a step back, regather myself and I'll go back to work in a day. It's okay. Yeah. So you're, you're just working, you're burning the candle at both ends day in and day out pretty much seven days yeah. a week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think it's good to take some time off. I definitely have been there. Um, and I think I did it for many years without sleeping enough. Like I convinced myself that sleeping five hours a night was okay. And it's really not. No, it's uh, not. <laughs> it's pretty bad for you. Um, yeah. And then not beating yourself up. Another kind of strategy I had was on Fridays, you know, because after a while, I didn't I didn't work with my crew. I just pretty much bought stuff and handed it to them and and tried not to get mad all the time. And because yeah. I was so stressed out. But one of the things on Fridays I always did was to remind people that I appreciated their work and then remind myself of all the good things that were happening because it's so uh, it's so easy to focus on something that's going too slow and make that all you think about instead of all the other progress you've made. You know what I mean? It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that you can be your own worst enemy there. Oh, I definitely am. And I've been working on it, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, because it can bleed into, the, into other people's lives too. When you're super stressed mm -hmm. out, your crew can really sense it. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you show up, even they can feel it when you show up on site if you're stressed. Yeah, they can. And yeah. like the past few days, they're like, you're really stressed. And like I showed up, it was yesterday and they're like, you're actually happy today. It's, it's nice. Mm. And I was like, I am like, I feel a little less stress on me that I'm doing better. But I ended up because so much was on my plate that I, ha I haven't really done any of my social media stuff in a few days because I've been so busy and but it's a lot to do when you have so much work at like my actual job framing that I'm here so much and framing's long hours a lot of the time because even if you're working set hours you're still about seven to five and then you have to add travel time into it and then you have to make sure that you're eating dinner and like getting your house worked on and cleaning so then I'm social media to it and I'm trying to expand my social media that I'm dealing with a lot of it more that it gets a lot on your plate and sometimes you just got to be like i can't do everything if something break for a second it's okay i'll get back to it i will make time for it later on yeah yeah for sure um and so what is your like biggest struggle in the as a business owner outside of outside of sexism which we've you know, and stereotyping, which has been a big subject today, you know? Yeah. <laughs> still, a, you're still, a, you're still in the early phases and, and, and 
You know, that's kind of the whole point of this show is like that we there's not a guide, there's not like a, a book, there's nothing really out there that tells you what to do. So what what's your biggest struggle? I definitely struggle um am doing with like employees and everything because I don't like being like strict or anything. I don't like getting mad. So I try to do all like positivity, like come on guys, like let's go faster, let's do this. But some people don't do well with that and trying to figure out who does well with like what kind of management styles is my biggest struggle because I'm so new at it. That Mm -hmm. some people you have to set certain things. You can't joke around with them or distracted and they start like more and more messing around on the job. Some people you need to joke around for the to get their best. Some it's it's so complicated and so hard to figure out how everyone likes to be managed that I I'm still working on it and I'm still trying to figure out myself as a boss too. Like I love doing a lot for my employees. I love off. I love doing birthday presents, Christmas presents. We do um we do joke around a lot because I think having that good environment, you get the best out of a lot of people and I want to enjoy my career. So I'm not going to be, I don't like hostile work environments. It's not a good thing. It's not, no, no one excels in an environment. So having that fun time because you're with each other for so much, it's a good thing, but it's also hard when you're trying to get people to work that they think that joking around is just the whole thing that you do. And it's like, no, like we do have to get some work done, but some people listen to me and some people don't because I'm so young. I just, it's, you know, interesting. Yeah. You know, I, 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 and any, any, any boss can struggle with having their employees take them seriously. I'm sure age definitely plays into it because if your employee, especially if your employees are older than you. And I think I struggle with that because I was in my, I was in my late thirties and early forties when I really started hiring employees. And uh, my first crew was older than me. I knew them all, but they, and they taught me a lot of what I knew about framing because I worked on framing crews with them, them in the nineties but you know, all of our lives evolved after that into different things. Um, but I learned a lot from those guys. So all of a sudden I was the owner of the company they worked for. And it was really, we did, we pulled through it, you know, but it was, uh, I was intimidated to, to, to deal with them the way I needed to. And they certainly were like, wow, you're the boss. So yeah. Um, I think I, I think all go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, it's hard because a lot of the younger generation, like around my age and younger, you cannot get up, even if you're like, because I ask a bunch of times nicely over and over again, and then they just think like I'm kind of like it doesn't matter, I, I don't care, and I'm like, I, I do care, so I get a little bit upset, and then they don't like getting in trouble at all even though I've asked them multiple times nicely so trying to figure out the younger generation like I know I'm the younger generation too but Mm -hmm. it's hard to figure out the best way to handle them when how I grew up in the construction industry like my first boss was like a hardcore Italian if you did something wrong you were gonna get in so much trouble but 
like right off the bat, nothing, no niceness, nothing. You're going to get yelled at. But when I'm trying to manage my employees, I try to do it super nicely. Like, Hey guys, just so you know, like, this isn't the way to do it. Like, please do it this way. But they don't always think that I'm the boss that way. They're like, Oh no, she's, Mm. she's cool. Just going to be our friend. And I'm like, no, I'm, it's my business. I want to like excel in it when it comes down to my business or you, it's my business. Yeah. Yeah. Not having that, not being buddy, buddy with your employees is a, is a, is a tough one. Cause you do want to, yeah. you do want to be their friend, but you, in the end, you just got to be the boss. And then, you know, when oh, you yeah. take them out, when you take them out to lunch and stuff, then it can be more buddy, buddy, but, and I think setting that expectation from the beginning is really important. Mm-hmm. Like during the interview process or, 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 right when you hire them kind of setting some some boundaries so they know like you know you tell them what you expect from them on job sites besides being timely and having their tools and stuff and being ready um because that shows them that you're the boss and and you're the one they have to deal with in the end but yeah also i also I also relate to that, you know, my, my bosses, when I was young, yelled, just yelled, you know, it was just old, old school and it wasn't effective. I mean, it was terrifying and I did really crappy work right after getting yelled at every time, you know, just you know, compounded mistakes, uh, yeah. you know, cause you're just freaking out. And, but you know, I, I do think that I tried to improve myself and I think I struggle with the same thing with, with, a younger crew right before I was kind of done with it was that, you know, it just, I just got puppy eyes every time I was trying to tell them do something differently. And it's like, man, you don't know how how to do this. So, so do it. Like, just, I'm telling you how to do it. I know it doesn't sound that nice the way I'm saying it, but just, (laughs) just do what I say. And until you figure out, until you learn how to do it my way, you know, you can't do it your own way until you like, you either do it my way, or, or know how to do it your own way. But, you know, yeah. that's, that's definitely a challenge. Because once someone's good at something, it's fine if there's different ways to do it. There's so many ways mm-hmm. to put stuff together. And I don't really care as long as it's efficient. Yeah, and exactly. And I take on mostly beginners too. So they know nothing about framing. And I'm like, I'm just trying to explain to you how this is done. Right. But you're upset that I'm just like, hey, like, this is how it goes. Like, why don't you do it like this? But you got to redo it now because that's not going to hold up. They get, like, upset about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm just, this is, I'm trying to teach you. I told you I was going to teach you. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough for sure. Um, and what else? Like, uh, I mean, employees, we kind of hit on them. What about, like? the office what about like i mean there's so many things you have to do you know you mentioned your long day i mean aside from getting home cooking and cleaning there's like planning for tomorrow there's mm-hmm. your you there's your there's your list of stuff you need to get and then like scheduling how you're going to get to pick up that lumber that you need plus like, am I go to the job site and line out my crew first? Like all that stuff is, it's a lot. It is a lot. You kind of have to be organized. I'm not well organized, especially mm. lately. I've kind of been scrambling together, but I try to make sure that my crew is set up so that they have something to do. 
I try to do a lot after work. Like if I can think of what my next steps are, my lunch breaks, it's usually me and my partner um, making sure that we're set up, ready to go. Um, But there are going to be those issues when if it's just me and him, if like one of us is off, we don't have anyone to make sure that anyone's working if we have to deal with someone because our crew is so new. We're, we have all green people. Nobody knows what to do unless you're beside them, which makes it really difficult. But at the end of the day, I have to deal with some customers sometimes to make sure that they know what's going on. And then I have to deal with the site supers. It's, I try, but obviously sometimes it doesn't all go as planned and you kind of just have to take it that, okay, I, I need to really set myself and kind of reorganize how I do this because it's not working out, but it happens. It's figuring out a business is it's a learning curve. Yeah. One of the, one of the things I've, I've found and it, for myself and, it, <clears throat> you know, I do it. I did a ton of remodels. So, there was, you know, everything's different every time, but there was a, a lot of things that had parallels, you know, and, and parallel like punch lists. So I started typing all this stuff up and saving the documents. So when I had a similar job, I can, I can just pull that one up from another job and it's got the list already and I can add a little bit or not, but I don't have to think it all through every time. Mm-hmm. And then I would just hand it to my crew in 14 points. So then I had to put the reading glasses on and, uh, and then everyone can read it and update it and, and give me feedback on it. Cause yeah, keeping up with the daily is super hard. Uh, especially when you start mm-hmm. getting behind and you start getting tired and you're like, Oh, I need to write this down. Then you don't. And the next day you're like, Forget oh, about oh. It. yeah, I mean, it's maddening. It can be maddening. Uh, so what about like, you know, books and stuff? You hire that out? You doing that too? I don't do as much as the books. My partner does a lot of it. I usually do like the ROEs, the T4s. I try to help with some of the books, but we do have an accountant for the big stuff because mm-hmm. you don't have enough time. There's yeah. so much to do with books and all the hours you're working. There's not enough time in the day to get it all done. Yeah. So does someone else do your payroll then too? My partner does it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's like a little app that he has that he goes through. Oh yeah. Well, that's good. Using technology is the way to go. Oh yeah. Yeah. It saves a lot of time. Um, All right. So uh, let's kind of round back in to kind of what we were talking about at the beginning. Um, Why should why should women get hired? Most of the bosses that I found when I go as a woman to the job site to like get the job, they say that they found that women are more meticulous, that we care more about the work that's being completed, that we care more about the job and that we don't stick around as much. There are the struggles that we have to build strength a little bit longer than guys do when they're starting, but I think I can lift a lot. So I don't think it's that big of an issue because we are built different men and women. So there are going to be those structural problems that we're having with lifting, but 
in the end, as long as we try our best, I don't think it matters that much because I can lift a good amount. I can lift a lot more than some of the guys that I know, but I care about my work. I care about the houses that are being built. I want it to be, if this was my house, how would I want it built? I want that good quality. There's no issues with it. It's going to last. Isn't dicking around reverse sexism? I'm just kidding. Um, I'm totally kidding. It was just, uh, anyway. All right. So, (laughs) so, um, what, what advice do you have for women who are intimidated? Because, because we know that, you know, trades aren't emphasized enough to -hmm. begin with for men or women, but they're definitely not emphasized for women. So I'd say don't let anyone stand in your way. Like I tried to, when I was going through the high school program, I almost got kicked out of the program because they said I was a liability and my teacher fought for me. He was like, no, she is one of my best students. She's going to do great things. I still keep in contact with him to this day. Um, But anyone that says that you can't do it, I just think, you need to show them you can like it just makes them look like they don't know what they're talking about because if they're the one saying that you can't do it is it you that's saying it that you're stopping because if you believe that you can do it before you talk to those people then you probably can it's that complicated of a job like there's a lot to know there's a lot to learn but I think anyone that wants to do it can do it Because I've had a few friends that went through and um, did part of their apprenticeship, started learning, and then there were some guys on the job that treated them terribly, and they tried to report it, and, like, they ended up quitting the industry altogether, and they regret it because they loved the job and they loved the career. It was the place that they were in and the people that they had to work with that were the issue, not the the job at hand. It was the stuff that they have to deal with. But if you're going into the industry, don't let anyone talk to you and make you feel like you can't do it just because you're a woman, because we are strong. We're smart. There are ways to do it without having that big muscles because Someone needs to lead the crew. Someone needs to lead the crew. You need brains to do the job as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you're kind of breaking up at the end there. And then, all right, so let's let's do a little job site, like speed round. Okay. And, and, and so like... What's what's the best job site snack? Oh, I love candy, so I have candy on me. And, and like, it's always like the little thing the best. <laughs> and that way you got quick quick sugar for the Yeah. For when the when the lows come. Okay. Best job site tool. Hammer. Definitely. That is apt. Apt. Um, best job site jams. Country. I always have country playing. 
uh, who's the best country artist? Um, I think like Dirk Bentley. Like I like a lot of them. Mm. I don't know. It's I'm a wide variety of country. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So, what was the best job site day you've had? Oh. Um. That's hard. I think the best job site day was my first day ever on a construction site. Like my first mm. day working for my first. Day. I got super sunburnt and I got sent home early because I was like sunstroke. But I had an amazing time. <laughs> All I did was move lumber the whole day, and I loved it. And I knew it was for me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. They just made you move stuff. My yeah. <laughs> my first my first job site day. I it was 19. I was in Breckenridge, Colorado, working for an outfit called K Pasa Construction. Friends got me the job. I was just some punk, and they were like, "Hey, you should come to work." And they were like, "All right, we'll hire him." And they made me move boxes and nails all day. And I moved. Oh, God. I moved like five tons of nails by hand. And then they were like, "Move them over there now." And I did. You. Oh, I, and they were they were like, yeah, that kid works. So then they started having me do stuff that I had no idea. I could have killed people. I. They just set me loose. It was awesome. It was awesome. That's great. Yeah, it was super cool. I, I, I it was really neat because they just trusted me to just go do stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I had no idea what I was doing. Probably made a lot of mistakes uh okay what this is the what now it's i made this about me but the uh, what is the smartest move you've ever made i think the smartest move i ever made was going off on my own and business because i feel like i was having some issues with a like my last employer that he didn't really believe in me much. Like, you know what? No, I know this. I can do this. And I went off on my own and I was, I'm way happier working for anyone else. We've had unlimited amount of work lately that I have to turn away a lot of jobs because we don't have the time, the people or nothing. Like we're stocked full. I can't take on much more, but it was definitely the best for me. And like, my future because I can do a lot now that I'm like, yes, I've run my own business, but I know framing's not my long term because it's most people's not long term because, but I also know that it was really good for me personally because it made me feel a lot better about myself and made me a lot happier. That's fantastic. And will you, will you, will you grow the business into something beyond framing then? Yes, we're talking about going into renos. At some point, I want to either run a site or like run a crew that I'm staying and doing more of the book work, the jobs, running a few different crews on a few sites, just being like the lead. I don't have to kill myself moving stuff over the site, but be like, like I'm running it all. I'm, I'm in charge. I think that's the best thing will be for the business too. I think I think you get a lot done when you're just the boss and you're not on site all the time. You get but you need a good foreman. Yeah. 
That's yeah. the trick. Yeah. Heart That's finding one is the trick. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, well, I think, I think you will. I think you're going to do great. I mean, sounds like you're on an awesome trajectory and you have a very good attitude towards it. So thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I should probably like get back to it. You got people probably waiting on you. Um, yeah. If you really... come by and I'm like, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. It's been awesome. No problem. Thank you so much. And uh, hang out for a second. And uh, hey, for all you guys out there, this has been Brittany Farrow of Girls Can Frame on Instagram, BM Farrow Construction. And uh, if you enjoy the show, hit the subscribe button so you never miss another show. And Brittany, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed the show, learned something or experienced affirmation about what you're doing, leave a comment or a review on iTunes, on the podcast app on your phone, or on my website, thecontractinghandbook.com. Wherever you listen, please subscribe to help get the show to more people like you. Remember, the work we leave behind us is our legacy, wherever we are in the world. Find me, Mike Kenoki, K-N-O-C-H-E, on LinkedIn Instagram at the contracting handbook where there's always a conversation. Follow me on Twitter and don't forget about the hammer app for tradespeople. Also, if you found value in the content and feel like making a contribution to my travel funds, go to my Patreon account, www.patreon.com backslash Mike Kenoki, M I K E K N O C H E. That's all I got.